Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. As you're probably aware, tomorrow is Valentine's Day, so we can all expect the usual column inches devoted to love and dating. But there is one area in all of this which tends to make people feel very awkward. And no, we're not talking about sex. We're talking about money. Finance expert Paul Merriman is the co-host of the Two Pauls in a Pod, a financial advice podcast. And he's been exploring the relationship between money and romance. And he joins now. Paul, how are you today? I'm great time yourself. I'm very well, very well indeed. So, so money is is a part of the equation in a romantic relationship, whether you want it to be or not, is it? It is. Uh, I think when people get together, uh, especially for the first time, or they plan to maybe spend the future together, uh, sometimes money can be forgotten about. Um, it's a bit of a taboo subject. Not many people uh, discuss it, um, which is a shame because it will definitely have an impact on your relationship probably at some stage. <laughs> so it's always a good idea to get that chat uh, out of the way before some key events uh, take place. Right. And, w- and when do you think is the right time to maybe start to have this conversation? Because, you, you know, if you look at first dates, I think that that moment where one of them has to pay for it or they've decided to go Dutch that's the first real moment in the whole evening right? <laughs> but it's the most when you're watching for his day some, <clears throat> excuse me it's the most cringiest part as well when somebody when they get that awkward moment or oil pay and oil pay and uh, it, it does become very awkward I suppose but you're right from a first day point of view when you go to offer to pay for the bill or you expect it to be halved it's probably the first time you're thinking about money but I think really in a relationship is when you start moving in together if you're going okay. to start renting together and moving in is when you really need to start having a conversation about what the future looks like or what your plans are um, this can be awkward conversation to bring up um, and in fairness I think on our, our Ask Paul channel on, on Instagram we try to break this down a lot for people where people sometimes tag partners as well so it's easy to bring the conversation up we're always helping people trying to break down the barriers but I think main thing is to start discussing financial planning so I think the one thing you want to do is it sound the, the coolest thing in the world to do in a relationship but it is important so I think mentioning what your hopes are for the future so somebody's looking to move in together or suggesting it before you go look at that first house to rent their boy, you probably want to be aligned somewhere financially. As uh, so you want to have a discussion about how you're going to separate bills, who's going to pay the mortgage or the rent. Are you going to do a joint account where everything gets paid in? It gets split 50 50. Is somebody on a higher income? So these things will come out in the wash then. But right, also, so I, I have to say, now, everything you've said there sounds like a passion killer front to me. <laughs> <laughs> See, don't do it on the first date. The get go, not on the first date. Let's say we're about, <laughs> we're about a year together or something. Yeah. You know, I, all I can say is that there must be some way you have to kind of couch this in a very, I see us together and we need to try and, you know, make sure that all the little boxes are ticked along the way. I'm not paying yeah. all the electricity bill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you no, are I always think. on that hairdryer. I, you know, let's call a spade a yeah. spade here. Uh, I think which I think the best thing for couples to do in fairness is to try and sort out what's called their number. So I think people do this without realising they're doing as well, especially if they are moving to the future because they look at the rent, the rent might be 1800 or two grand these days, whatever it is. And you say, right, we're going to split that and we split the bills. So you want to try and find out what the number is to run the household. So okay. is it going to cost three grand a month, three and a half K with you know broadband, utility bills, uh, bins, whatever it is. So just don't forget about the rent because I think everyone will focus on the rent, splitting the rent, it's all the other things. Uh, but then what I think you should do if you're moving in together is probably just think a little bit longer term to say right are we going to buy you know watch your even like kind of watch your kind of goals financially like do you want to be mortgage free by a certain age because people will come with financial baggage which is good and bad so some people might have grown up with around the money where people discuss money all the time and some people mightn't they might find this conversation very difficult to have Yes, Uh, but some people might want to kill the mortgage you know by 50-55 years of age when they retire really early 
And some people might never have thought of this, but this will cause friction in the relationship later on uh, when you go towards the mortgage. So the rent is the easiest part. It's when you start making massive commitments to each other, not a wedding, a mortgage. You know, your mortgage, yeah. you're signing on the dotted line to maybe borrow maybe half a million, 300, whatever the mortgage is. Uh, but it's a lot of money to be tied to somebody for for 20, 30 years these days. So right. you'd want to have the conversation before you get there to make sure you're on the same right. page. I, I did see something mentioned in the brief, which the idea that you could have maybe a credit check on the person that you're going into a relationship <laughs> with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't recommend that's a bit stalkerish now in fairness uh, but again what we were talking about the research team was debt how would you find out if somebody has debt so you're not getting uh, you know tying the knot with somebody that has maybe uh, a lot of personal debt behind them not a massive issue I think or a really big big, real, really big issue in the US in fairness it? Uh, yeah it is a massive issue in the US for people because you have student loans in the US for maybe 100 150k when you meet somebody uh, which is a lot of money to owe uh, but Northern is not too big of an issue but I think again Rather than trying to do a sneaky credit check, it's just having a chat when you're talking about that financial plan maybe going forward. It might be a case where if you are watching content or you are thinking about it, you should be able to have a discussion about uh, before, you know, before we go for the mortgage, we better make sure we both have no debt. You know, we have a bit of a loan and going to clear it off. How about you? So I wouldn't make it that you're asking somebody directly on the first date again. You know, uh, what's your tax credit situation? How much debt do you have? You don't want to be, you know, be killing the date. But uh, yeah, I think eventually as the relationship goes on, you want to try and find this stuff out and have an open conversation. Because again, and we've seen this before, Tom, actually from a mortgage consultation point of view, where couples come in for a mortgage, they found the house, you know, they're going for a a mortgage and everything's done, the savings done, they've done all the hard work and they go over the mortgage application and somebody's rejected because of an ICB or a credit rating issue that they had maybe 10 years ago or five years ago before they went to Australia, didn't clear a credit card or something. Okay. And it comes back to haunt them on the day they're literally trying to get a mortgage. Um, and it can cause ructions in a relationship, obviously, because you've been maybe saving together. Yes. Even the person didn't realise they had it. They've been, you know, you know, they've been saving for maybe two or three years, not going out, really saving as much as they can. And then they told they can't get a mortgage for possibly two to five years. It can be obviously Ooh. really head wrecking for everybody yeah. in that relationship. So again, about being and actually, you should probably do this yourself if you think if you're going to a relationship and you think you may have a credit issue or you think you maybe forgot to pay something back, go check it out. Centralcreditregister.ie is where right. listeners should be going to check that out. But again, if you do, being open, having a conversation yeah. to say I actually have an issue, we'll have to wait two years. <laughs> no point right. in going no, like I said, saving I, and I, picking I, houses up. I think if somebody finds that that you've checked their credit rating before you went on date with them. <laughs> that's not going to be a great start now, you know. But what if yeah, you sit down hard. with somebody and, you know, sometimes people can be from just a different view of money to you. They, they 100% can. They, they, can. they might think, um, I don't think there's any romance in, in us talking about this. I think, you know, when I was growing up, my dad looked after that. I'm kind of assuming you'll do all that here. Yeah, but again, at least you know. I mean, I was saying to the research team, so we've done in, in our financial planning project over 9,000 consultations for people, 9,000 clients. And we've got, you know, a majority of them will be couples and fair. A lot of single people too, obviously, but a lot are couples. And when you do a financial planning consultation with somebody, there's usually one person in the driving seat. It's very rarely we see two people come with the same ambition. So it's usually somebody will book in online, someone will have the consultation. And the other person will be obviously there and they're interested and not there being forced to be there. But you'd always find somebody, one, of the, one out of a couple is in the driving seat driving seat where they're really into personal finance or really into clearing the mortgage early or getting the pensions up a tax relief or all the cool things but it, it is important to have that conversation together uh, and sometimes we end up as financial planners as nearly mediators between couples as well sometimes in a good way and um, but we can also be in cotton a hard rock a hard place because sometimes we'd be be trying to encourage people to spend money sometimes. I think people will look at financial planning, they, they think it's all about saving and investing and long-term stuff. But it's not. It's about having a balance between saving and spending. 
And that can come up really difficult because in a relationship, you'd always find either one person a spender or one person a saver. Uh, and they clash a lot, uh, even though they mightn't think it. Uh, they, 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 they'll clash a lot during their life. So it's really important to have that conversation genuinely as early as possible. But like I said, not the first day I think <laughs> right. when you're moving in together. Oh, it's probably now. the first time. So, so there could be in a relationship where you'd be telling somebody to spend. You need to relax more, get your yeah. wallet out a little bit more often. No, that happens. And and honestly, a lot more than people think from, from a financial planet point really? of view. Uh, yeah, it's not all about saving and investing yeah. and, and pensions. So we're here, we're here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> yeah, here for a good time. That's what it's, it's all about a balance uh, and spending. Uh, yeah, it is, uh, genuinely. So, uh, But again, if you've got someone who saved all their life and now they meet a spender, you know, uh, is that, <laughs> it can be quite that sounds difficult to get that to me. That sounds doomed. It's not with a good financial plan because you can put boundaries in place. <laughs> People <laughs> can change them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but again, this is why maybe having the conversation as early as possible would help them. Right. Uh, tomorrow, as you know, is Valentine's Day and it is, you know, there, there's many, many pitfalls. Have you any advice around that? Is there, you know, if, if, you, if you push the boat out too wildly on Valentine's Day, you're making a statement that you have to kind of back up for the rest of your life. Yeah, or? yeah, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it simple. Uh, yeah, homemade cards are the best. Oh my goodness. Uh, uh, look, I think. I, look, I think a lot of people sometimes get engaged around Valentine's Day as well. So uh, if you if you have a ring in your back pocket, and you're thinking of popping the question, and you haven't had the financial discussion yet, uh, maybe tonight is the time to bring up your financial planning uh, before you pop the question and end yourself um, in, in somewhat of a financial hole. But look, again, when it comes to Valentine's Day, it, it's it's a uh, it's, it's a good time of the year for couples, I suppose. But uh, yeah, wouldn't be wouldn't be run them up too so, much. So before you pop the question just tonight, <laughs> if you are planning on popping it tomorrow, just try Book and subtly, planning try and with subtly work a, a financial plan meeting in yeah, tonight. Yeah, so yeah, yeah right. Or just so. as you're as you're bending down on one knee tomorrow, just say, considering and hopefully you have no personal debt, I'm going to ask you to marry me uh, just to keep the romance alive. <laughs> how did you know? How did you know your husband was going to yeah, pop the question when he asked me to fill in these five yeah. five sheeted forms? Yeah, very All good. Right, yeah, very so good. If, if romance wasn't dead before this conversation, Paul, it's dead now. <laughs> I'll tell you. A, I think we've done a good job with today. Yes, yes. Well done. I said there's loads of rings being brought back as we. Speak. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, Brilliant. Very good. Paul, thanks very much. That lovely talking to you, Paul Merriman, their financial planning expert. And that is the advice very clear there. That's, ladies and gents, don't do it. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.